What's happening, everybody? All right, here we go. Welcome to Film Junkie Live. It's hump day. Let's get the humping. Hopefully everybody's doing good right now. It's March 22nd. Oh, boy. Man. I was a little tempted to do a a stream last night, but, you know, then I was like, no, no, I had other priorities I had to... uh, uh, that I had, so I was like, nap, nap, nap. Well, we'll save, we'll save this topic for tonight. So hopefully you guys are doing good. Make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit that notification bell. If you want to become a member, become a member. We'll be doing a members-only stream right after this. You can pick my brain just a little bit more, you know? So who is out there? How are we doing today? All right, let's go ahead and see what's going on with the peeps. All right. There we go. We got Ryan right here. Yo, Nicholas, what is happening? All right. We got uh, Travis or Travin Entertainment uh, from Vegas. AFSP. Ooh, there's going to be a walk on April 20, uh, 22nd. So if you're in the area, you know, it's a good cause for a good cause. All right. We got Rock Solid. So with Affleck affirming he's done with Batman, are we finally moving ways from asking for the Snyderverse? Um... I think it could be 2052, and we'll still be asking that. We'll still be asking that for sure. Uh, Tehran, what's up? Hey, Dave. Hey, everyone. I'm doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. What's going on? We got Anthony right here. Good to see you, buddy. And then we got uh, Mr. Jose. Yeah. Anyone hating on Shazam is getting... <laughs> we have a Shazam lover here. Well, you know, that's fine. It's perfectly fine. It's going to be interesting because... Already seeing like a discourse that's happening. Uh, that's happening in the uh, the chat right now, so it's pretty good. Patrick, why so serious? I watch Superman and Lois. I got to catch up on Superman and Lois. Definitely do. Definitely do. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Honestly, don't even know why you show up here. <laughs> yeah, Niner, what's going on? Um, good to see ya. Good to see ya, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy G to the Raiders. Well, it's gonna be interesting what happens with Mister Purdy there. Purdy. Hopefully he, uh, hopefully they fixed that. Uh, I know there was like complications when it came to his injury that happened, man. Jeez. Let's see what happens. What's going on, Tet? Good to see you. We got uh, Doja right here. Let's unfold this whirlwind, right? And then we got Miss Rhea. Always good to see you and do what she says. Hit that like thumbs up. Mr. Nobody, what is happening? William Powell. Looks like a petty 14-year-old now. Sad because I liked both Shazam movies. Hmm. Thick and well. What's going on, Lane? And we got Sora. Hard Dark. Yes, right? You gotta love it. Well, thank you for subbing, Marvin. Appreciate it. Always good. Always good. What's going on, Rez? Work's going... Well, it's going better now. I'm back to doing what I was doing before. Hopefully that lasts. Hopefully it lasts because I like doing that. More freedom. Fatty Good. Fatty God, I should say. I always want to say Fatty Good. I don't know why. Fatty God. Good to see you. We got Joey right here. Let's uh, let's get nuts. Yeah. Well, there's drama everywhere. I mean, it's not like other studios don't have drama. That's what I always find funny about this. I mean, there's drama happening with that whole uh, Alonzo woman that, uh, that we're going to be talking about a little bit more, too, when it comes to the tweets. I mean, there's just drama. It's always drama. But, of course, yes, when it comes to this kind of stuff, it's it's interesting drama. This transition was not going to be easy into the new stuff, for sure. So, Chris Pine over Rock. Interesting. I don't know if there's any beef with Chris Pine. Stephanie T., what is happening? Throw me a freaking bone here. Yes. Whoop, whoop, getting a little crazy, getting a little crazy. Happy hump day, Evan. Good to see you. No username ideas. Will SnyderCon poster be available for everyone or just the people? No, it'll be available for everyone, I'm pretty sure. I think all of it's going to be available. I mean, Zach really emphasized that he knows that not not everybody, you know, that only like a small fraction is going to be able to show up, you know, so... Don't worry, it'll be it'll be made available. It will be. It will be. I mean, Scott Scott didn't go to the last one, and he has a poster hanging up on his wall of that one. So, you know, I mean, there's just uh, there, yeah, it, it'll be okay. What's going on? We got Mr. Andre here. Good to see you, buddy. Ah, uh, let's see. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. 
You're watching Superman and Lois. I know. I got to catch up for sure. For sure. Ooh. Oh, man. Hey, sorry to hear that, Niner fan. Jeez. That's rough, man. That's really rough. All right. Who else we got here? But, uh, yeah, my condolences, man. That, that, that sucks. That definitely sucks. Rock Solid Shazam and Black Adam did fight after all. I know. That's why I tweeted that out. We're actually going to finally see them fight? Is that what's happening right there? <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I'm, it's, it's, it, it, it was juicy. It was definitely juicy yesterday. So, yeah. Definitely juicy. But, hey, you know, it's just that's just the way things are happening right now. And, you know, I'm just kind of wondering when it comes to Dwayne Johnson. Still been, you know... Uh, People have been quiet when it comes to this kind of stuff. It's very interesting. Dwayne Johnson's been quiet about it. Uh, and then, you know, we're Wednesday now after Shazam came out. Still nothing from Gal Gadot about her cameo, about her cameo in the movie, which just, again, just tells you that, hey, I don't know, maybe this weekend she will. I don't know. Maybe she's waiting. I don't know what's going on when it comes to that, but she has just been mum. She's just not been talking. She's posted stuff. I think she posted like a new image yesterday or something like that. Zero mention. I, I think she is just fully done. She's fully done too when it comes to uh, being Wonder Woman, which, you know, sucks. It sucks that just the way that that old regime handled everything. And then, of course, they have to get the new regime. And then just, oh, man, I tell you, it's just all, it's all been crazy. Uh, but I think after the whole uh, Patty Jenkins thing, I don't think she was going to return without Patty. And and to the people that, yes, I, I get that Wonder Woman 84 was not to a lot of people's liking, but it, it doesn't matter what we thought about the movie. They had a relationship. They had a bond. So I think they wanted to do the full trilogy. And now that Patty Jenkins is not going to be uh, doing the third one, and Gal just kind of went like, nah, I'm not going to do it either. So, I mean, that's the thing. I, I remember I just, I, I always love it when uh, I get people in my my mentions that say like, oh, no, she should be looking for a new director of how awful 84 was. I'm like, well, that's what you think, okay? That's not what she thinks, okay? She probably really loved the movie. She probably really did. And then, of course, there's the relationship again. You had to take that in consideration. But, you know, fanboyisms, that's what we do. Pure emotion. It's what I think, not what anybody else thinks. Anyways, thank you, SR, Asire, for um, uh, becoming, uh, you know, uh, a member right there. And then, of course, uh, well, let's see. We got uh, Nicotina, of course. Almost two years. Almost two years. Uh-oh, Saggy's here. She's going to miss some of this. Yeah, she doesn't like me. Yeah, that's what it is. She's... I don't know. Should I remove her from the uh, the vodka stream panel? Just kidding. I'm not going to. Not going to. But uh, yeah, it's okay. It's okay if you miss a little bit of it. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. I think I'll I'll, I'll manage. I'll manage. All right. Let's get that at tweets, huh? See what's going on in the Twitter space right now. Okay. And we're gonna start off. Mr. Scott McClellan. His birthday is gonna be next week. So naturally, he wants to do uh, an AFSP suicide prevention donor drive kind of thing right there. So for his birthday, he's going to help give people the gift of hope. So donate if you can. And like I said, the Autumn Snyder link is always provided down below. Always provided down below. So if you ever wanted to donate, go for it. Go for it. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll do, uh, I don't know, maybe even Friday. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe, maybe uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll do something. We'll, we'll do a, a stream, maybe a vodka stream uh, soon. I don't know. Maybe this Friday, maybe, um, maybe a couple. I don't know. We'll do uh, a, tra a charity type vodka stream that's going to be happening. I don't know. Just help raise that. And then, you know what? Hey, you know, with all the Zachary Levi talk, apparently he was like, all right, maybe I should get on the good graces of some Snyder fans right here because this is what he posted right here. Um, who, uh, you know, he was quote tweeting uh, this guy right here and he says, sure, Richie Rich, of all the films, 300 still holds the top spot for me. Talking about Zack Snyder films, his favorite Zack Snyder films. And then, of course, he said, but if the DC title, when it comes to the DC titles, I would say Man of Steel. So there you go. At least there's that, right? He's trying to get back on the good graces of some Snyder fans. I think he realized, realized I fucked up. I fucked up. Oh, I need this right here. One-sixth scale of the Batwing. The 80, 
nine batwing right there look at that thing look at the size this guy just has a whole collection going on he's got all the batmobiles he's even got the uh he's even got the nolan batwing or the bat as they called it he's got all kinds of batman stuff that's going on right there looks like he's got Batflex. He's got the 66 Batmobile. Of course, he's got the 89 Batmobile. He's got it all right there. I think he even, I think if I look, I spy maybe even possibly the Batman the Animated Series Batwing. But man, that thing is huge. Thing's huge. 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 Ah, and then of course we got uh, Mr. Keanu Reeves right here. We got Keanu Reeves right here that, uh, uh, talking about Lance Reddick right here during one of the premieres of John Wick 4. Yeah, Lance was uh, a, a, a beautiful person, a special artist, a man of grace and dignity, and such a passion for his craft. Uh, and to have the chance to work with him over the 10 years and four films is something that I'm very special to me. Fucking sucks. He's not here. Damn. He yeah, said, Lance. He said, "Fucking sucks. He's not here, man." I like that. I really like that. And thank you, Shaggy, for being a three-month member. I love what I do. Don't you know that I'm toxic? Yes. Are you quoting the Britney Spears song? No. I don't know. I thought maybe. I mean, there you go. That should be your theme right there. Now, yeah. is that is that from the Britney Spears song? Song? Maybe. I don't know. But uh, no, it's okay. It's okay. You'll be all right. I think you'll be fine. Um, and then, of course, the John Wick premiere. We got uh, Kane meets uh, Zero right there, of course, uh, talking about Donnie Yen. And then, of course, Mark uh, Dukakis right there. Two, uh, two goats. Two goats right there. Two goats. Two goats right there. And then, uh, speaking of a goat, we got Lee Bermijo right here. We got Lee Bermijo. Okay, so Zach did tease that there was going to be a uh, graphic novel when it comes to the Rebel Moon universe. And apparently, uh, this is uh, from Lee Barmijo right here. He said, thank you for sharing your amazing talent with us. The realization of Rebel Moon is a testament to your hard work and dedication. We are so incredibly appreciative of all of your efforts. Most importantly, we are thankful we are able to go on this epic journey with you, creating a wonderful film family along the way with gratitude and then of course that was from zach debbie wesley all the people over there so uh yeah so lee brother mijo is going to be uh the artist on the rebel moon comic book uh, i'm sure i mean i i love his art style it's just something about his art style it's gritty it's gritty it feels a little bit more real i don't know i i really like uh his art style so that's going to be amazing right there and again zach did say he mentioned he mentioned things when he was on with the nerd queens when it came to the continuation of the snyderverse in graphic novel form can you imagine if it was drawn by Buttermihole right here. Ah, I'm just saying that would be that'd be awesome. That would be awesome if that were the case. I would actually. I mean, Jim Lee would probably be my first choice. Actually, no. I mean, as much as Jim Lee is the ultimate goat, I think I want Bermijo to to do it. I do. And thank you, Eric, for being a 26 month member right there. So over two years, appreciate it, buddy. Of course, we'll talk about that. I like this art right here from Floor Macquin. Of course, we've got Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman right there. And, uh, you know, on, she's got a milk mustache. And then um, she's got the milk carton that says, uh, have you seen me? Of course, that's pretty sweet. Some good art right there. The movie is complete. Oh, my God. The Flash movie is complete, guys. And I love how Flash Film News broke it down right here because, my God. After nine years in development, nine years, because they've been talking about The Flash forever and trying to do a movie when it came to it. As we all know, Barry always late, but when he arrives, it's worth it. After nine years in development and four directors, that's right, four, God knows how many writers. According to our sources, The Flash is complete. It's complete. It's fully in there. It's all edited, ready to go. It is good. Can I get a private screening? Wait, I'm not Tom Cruise. <laughs> Damn it. But Jace. Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so this, this, you know, a lot of people like, uh, 
I, I, I couldn't help, but, you know, obviously when it, when we were talking about all the Dwayne Johnson stuff and when I saw the tweet by Comic Book Resources about it, it said a Hollywood, a Hollywood exec blames Dwayne Johnson's ego for uh, Black Adam's box office flop. Uh, I mean, this... This goes with it. I mean, this goes with what's happening today because, you know, and uh, it's sad because, you know, I was hearing the same kind of stuff last year, which was disappointing because I, I do like The Rock. I might like him a little less now. I'm not going to lie. But uh, when I saw like uh, that, this tweet right here from CBR, when it said a Hollywood executive blames Dwayne Johnson's ego for Black Adam's box office flop. Dwayne tries to sell himself as bigger than the movie. He's one of the few people who always thinks he's the most important person in any situation or room, which I mean, uh, you know, kind of checks in with the stuff I heard. But then I was like, here's the mystery uh, Hollywood exec right here. Yes, that's right. Scary. That's Vin Diesel with hair. This is Vin Diesel before he started sh shaving his head because obviously we could tell that he was losing his hair. Um, I just typed in Vin Diesel with hair. I'm pretty sure this, uh, I'm not sure exactly where this is from. I know like he was in Boiler Room, but I don't think, it's not from Boiler Room. Boiler Room, good movie, by the way. Also has Ben Affleck. Um, but I think this is a movie where he played some kind of lawyer or something like that. But I couldn't help but make the joke that he was the mystery Hollywood exec, because we know that they bumped they bumped heads, too, when it came to Fast and Furious. I don't think we're going to see Dwayne Johnson in any more Fast and Furious movies, too, by the way. See, that's where, I'm, that's where you kind of go like, uh, yeah, well, we'll talk about it when we get to that main topic when it comes to egos. Egos. We got some more uh, Kristen uh, Milioti right here as uh, Sophia Falcone. Some more from the Penguin set right here. Doing more things. Love it. Love it. So. And then uh, David F. Sandberg apparently uh, had said that if uh, he were to do a Shazam spinoff after Fury of the Gods, he'd want to do it with Grace uh, Curie's Mary Marvel character, which I think we would all agree. Hey, I think we'd like to see more of her. Right? I mean, come on. I think her costume was the best. <laughs> I mean, why not? But yeah, he would say that uh, Grace, aw. Uh, David and I have a history with Annabelle Creation. Remember, she was in that movie, too, too. So, uh, you know, there's a little bit of family. Family! Family, family, family. So, got all that. Of course, we got that. This is a cool gift right here that somebody made. Battinson doing his turn. So cool. I like that. I like it. I like it. So, gotta love that. <laughs> and we'll talk about more about that. Hey, look at this. Has anybody ever seen Mystery Men? And if you haven't, go ahead and watch it. It's a dumb movie. It was made in the late 90s. Uh, me and uh, my old friend, uh, we could quote it. We love this movie. It was almost like The Boys Before The Boys. And uh, if you haven't watched it yet, but apparently actor uh, Kel, uh, obviously they're going to be doing a good burger too. And uh, he was also in Mystery Men. I mean, it was ridiculous. I mean, look at their costumes. It was absolutely ridiculous, this movie. But it was funny. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was funny, at least. And I uh, really enjoyed it. It's just one of those guilty pleasure type movies. But he says that I've got a fun idea for that one, too. We're uh, going to be talking to Ben about that. So I don't know if it's actually going to happen. But Mystery Men 2, whoa. Bring it! Why not? Yeah. David Ayer continues on. Continues on because Jay Hernandez quote tweeted David Ayer right here talking about Diablo uh, using his lightning powers and everything and uh, basically how they changed the ending for Diablo when it came to Suicide Squad. Jay Hernandez right here said, I love that scene. Can't tell you how pissed I was at the studio wanted to kill Diablo with fire, no less. Yeah. Did that make any sense? The guy who can shoot fire out of his at the palm of his hands gets killed by fire all right ridiculous and diablo talks just like all the heads i grew up with south central again when it comes to everybody thinks like oh how could you do a racial stereotype you can't do racial stereotypes nowadays unless i guess if you're full on that race again it's like the whole oh you're appropriating you know that's a whole big thing that's still happening that we, you know, you can't appropriate, you can't, or you just really can't celebrate, which I think that's what David Ayer was doing, especially growing up in the Chicano culture. 
they keep on going after him when it comes to all this. It's absolutely ridiculous because it's like, yeah, who cares? Okay, so you're judging him by the white, the 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 color of his skin, and he shouldn't be able to make movies or art about the culture that he grew up in because he's white. Okay, cool. I'm glad we're moving backwards. But uh, yeah, so Jay Hernandez talked about that. He said, and then uh, David Ayer said they wanted to rip more out. I went to the mat for Diablo. So David Ayer went to the mat for Diablo and tried to keep that ending in there. And may, you know, hopefully we'll be able to see it because, my God, I definitely want to see how it was supposed to originally end. God damn it. Freaking studio squad, right? Ugh. Uh, apparently when it comes to Dead Reckoning Part 2, um, filming in an Arctic location was blocked by local authorities. So I don't know what's going on there, but my God. Yeah. That sucks. And then of course, continuing on with the whole David Ayerson. So this is, um, you know, somebody said right here, and uh, this is what David Ayer had to respond to it. But somebody said, so you're mad that he changed other shit, but also mad. He uh, stayed faithful to this thing. Homie grew up in South Central and was hired to make a movie about a criminal super vil- uh, villain team. Considering his filmography, what version of Diablo did you think you were going to get? I know. Were they going to make a Diablo that was Irish? Seriously. Because, you know, oh, you can't, you can only, you can only make Diablo like what, uh, yeah, I don't know. And David Ayer said right here, this is what's up right here. A lot of this, a lot of it is uh, I'm a white boy who grew up in Chicano spaces and reps Raza. Youngsters these days want to gatekeep. I earned my stripes. Exactly. Because you just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're insensitive. You're insensitive. Shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ, the guy grew up in the culture. Let him fucking be. Let him let him make art that he knows. How about that? Stop judging him on the color of his skin. Hello? Anyways, okay. Hey, look at this. <laughs> I like it and I don't. I like it and I don't. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Titans, Tim Drake, Robin Suit, they released it today. Uh, I like uh, the Dick Grayson Robert suit, and uh, I, I don't know. This, this seems seems a little too flashy, a little flashy, but it's not terrible. It's definitely not terrible, but, you know, I like the mask. The mask over his eyes is pretty cool. But, yeah, I don't know. It's, how are we feeling about this? Yeah, it's not too bad. Like, it's not it's not horrible, but I'm just like, man, I don't know. Little flashy, I don't know. Little too many colors in that, but it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, the costumes are great. Yeah, the writing is horrible. <laughs> I have not. I have yet to watch anything of Titan season four. Just being burned three times. It's hard to for me to be excited for Titans four. But I think when Titans season four ends, I'll watch it and see how it ends. Because yeah, it ain't coming back. Let's face it, ain't coming back. Ain't coming back. Oh, and look at this. Finally, we could put this to bed. Can we put this to freaking bed? Because it's like, ah, it was annoying seeing people online, people in the chat, people in my mentions saying because they hate WB so much. And then they just wanted to lean into the whole fact that, uh, oh, my God, they deep faked, they deep faked Gal Gadot. No, they did not. Because here's David F. Sandberg directing the scene. Via Zoom, because she was in London, this is what Zach did when it came to Ezra Miller and the nightmare scene for The Flash. This is what they probably did with Black Adam when it came to Henry Cavill's scene, but here we go. Do we want to do that same version of hands down and then hands up on the hip and we pull back to reveal? I'd rather just go hands on hip right away, or like right from the start rather than the change. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we'd be, uh, without uh, revealing the head... Hands on I love that uh, Sandberg um, recorded all this. Three, two, one. We'll do Pretty awesome. Track back to reveal full figure. Great. Yep. Okay. Do we want to do that so there you go. Put it stand- to bed. People are still saying, I mean, people are still saying that this was deep faked. It wasn't. I think that happened on Monday, too. That people were saying that it was still deep faked. It wasn't deep faked. It's basically what they did was they did the same thing where, you know, that as they do with movies, it's like she was on set in London. She filmed in front of a blue screen, did her 
you know, her scenes and everything, did her coverage. And then when it came to, of course, she wasn't on set with the actual cast and crew of uh, the Shazam. And they had to stand in for that, all the shots that coveraged all them. And of course, you see her, you know, that's the stand in when you see that right there. So it's just like, can we relax? God, I swear. Fanboyism, fanboy emotions. I hate this studio, so therefore I'm going to believe anything I read that goes against it. Stop it. Seriously. Grown adults. <laughs> Relax. At least we have that now. We have it. We have it. Okay. All done with that. And we got all that we'll talk about. Hey, Stephen Knight. Stephen Knight to write a Star Wars movie after Damon Lindelof and uh, Je- Justin Britt Gibson exit. So obviously there's been a lot of shakeup and a lot of people wondering what's going to be happening when it comes to Star Wars movies. But apparently we have Stephen Knight. I think, didn't, didn't Stephen Knight say he pitched a Man of Steel 2? Was it him? It was Stephen Knight, right? That pitched a Man of Steel 2 at one point. So that's cool. You know. I'm looking forward to it. See what happens. And then right here, according to uh, Joker Folly News right here, Folly, Folly, the production of jo- Joker Folly Adu will shoot scenes in front of the New York courthouse this Saturday. This scene will feature an incredible 700 extras playing protesters. Lady Gaga's Harley Quinn will also be on set. So this Saturday, we'll be getting some set videos, set pictures, all kinds of craziness of something that's going to be happening. And apparently there's going to be explosions. There's going to be some pyrotechnics that are going to be happening when it comes to this scene right here. So look forward to that when it comes to Saturday. You'll see a lot of it. You'll see a lot of it. She's got bushy eyebrows. Wow. And then here we go. Update when it comes to Victoria Alonso. We talked about this on Monday's on Monday's Film Junkie Live. I didn't do a shot about it because I had a feeling more was going to be coming out. And I just, well, and partially I didn't get around to it. But uh, apparently Victoria Alonso, who got fired recently from Marvel Studios after being there since the beginning... Essentially, I think since 2006, it said, but uh, she was blindsided about her firing. While Kevin Feige was informed of the decision to fire her, he was not involved. And the decision was made by a consortium, including Disney Entertainment co-chairman Alex Bergman. What? This was a new Variety article that came out. And uh, it it even says right here, breaking it down just quickly, it says one senior VFX artist was dismissed, has dismissed reports of Victoria Alonso creating a toxic work environment for Marvel VFX studios or VFX artists. Remember, we I went over like a Twitter thread that was talking about her creating a toxic environment when it came to all that. Additionally. Three different up-and-coming MCU actors anonymously agreed that Alonzo was a very supportive force on set. So yes, guys, when it comes to studios, it's not just Warner Brothers that's a mess right now, okay? It's not. I mean, of course, you know, when it comes to Marvel Studios, yes, they're a little bit more... They're not as much, obviously, when it comes to this transition period. When it when it comes to Marvel, uh, when it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery, and of course DC Studios, and everything that's happening over there. But hey, Marvel's also going through their shite as well, and all this stuff being made public. And it's like, who do we believe? We don't want to know. I mean, obviously, we all just take a side naturally because we just go with our our feelings and whatever. And I'm just kind of going like, all right, well, maybe more is coming about. You know, this very well could have been a Feige thing. Feige could have been like, yeah, get this bitch out of here. I don't want her in here anymore. Jesus Christ, I don't like her. She likes, she likes shots I don't like. She approved Thor Love and Thunder shots. Ah, I don't know. But, yeah, so plot thickens when it comes to this. There's going to be more to be talked about. I wouldn't be surprised if she gave, like, some kind of exclusive interview talking about all this stuff. Because, yeah, really effed up if they just planted like all the the problems with the vfx houses on her and then all of a sudden they're just like uh no and then there's some people that come out defending her that's not going to be good not going to be good continuing on it even says right here victoria alonso was fired from her position at marvel studios from currently unknown reasons the decision was made by of course they talked about that and wallace kevin Feige was not involved so yeah just a lot of drama that's still happening over there when it comes to that, so 
Very, very, very interesting. So there you go. All right. They're making her the scapegoat. Yeah, exactly. I mean, let's face it. I think it's the entire studio. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't put it past it that she was probably part of the problem. But, you know, when they're trying to release so much content, and I think that's why we heard that they're going to actually pull back on releasing so much content when it comes to Disney Plus shows and movies. It's like, yeah, pull back a little bit when it comes to this. Let these people work the magic because the art suffers. And that's the thing. It's like you'll see some scenes that just look really, really, really bad. Just really bad. The VFX just look freaking horrible. So stop doing that. You know? My God. They'll never learn. They'll never learn. All right. Here we go. One-on-one fight night. That's right. And if there was an actual fight, I'd be worried worried about Zachary Levi. That's for damn sure. But, yeah. This is very interesting because uh, now, you know, let's get into the thick of it when it comes to all this right here. I mean, it was a big, huge, like, uh, crazy uh, that was all happening when it came to that. Exclusiva! I didn't mean to hit that. Sorry. Going button crazy right now. But, uh, yeah, this is uh, obviously uh, the rap. The rap released uh, an article yesterday that was basically going, hey, we're going to go ahead and... Uh, throw Mr. Dwayne Johnson under the bus when it comes to this, uh, when it comes to Black Adam, when it comes to, when it comes to Shazam, um, obviously Shazam is just, didn't do well at the box office. Um, I mean, you could blame all sorts of things for that. I mean, the first Shazam, I enjoyed a lot. This one I didn't enjoy as much. Strong final act. Um, when it comes to Zachary Levi, of course, we'll talk about him. Um, you know, probably, he's probably not going to play Shazam again. Let's face it. Let's face it. And, uh, but, you know, an interesting turn of events because obviously we have the article that came out. And um, it's kind of funny, too, because I was kind of going back and forth with people yesterday when it came to Twitter about, all right, so is this true? Is it all? I mean, obviously, we, we take the sides. If you hate Warner Brothers Discovery, you're going to take the side of Dwayne Johnson, 100%. And I was pushing back on people because I was like, well, I mean, I've heard this stuff, too, that he has the you know ego and he didn't want... That he wanted Superman, obviously he wanted Superman. He wanted nothing to do with Shazam. He wanted Black Adam to fight Superman, and and then of course like a lot of people were like, well, how do you know? You know, I was just like, I just going by what I heard. That's it. That's it. And you know, that's just what I can do when I hear things from you know certain sources or whatever the hell. That's just what I do. I did an entire stream last year and I called like I think I called it into the rock first because that's very much what Dwayne Johnson was wanting to do when it came to trying to get like hey we're going to steer it in this direction and obviously seven bucks theaters they are seven bucks theaters seven bucks productions wanted to have you know the DC studios label on them Harm Garcia I kept hearing that he was going for the job of the head of DC studios and then of course they got Henry Cavill back and we were all celebrating, and we were all excited that, like, hey, Cavill's back. This is going to be cool. This is going to be something that could be pretty sweet. I remember hearing, like, the, you know, the, the rumor that there was possibly going to be a pitch for, like, a Justice League, Suicide Squad, and uh, Black Adam type of crazy event movie, which I thought, well, that could be pretty cool. Could be, whatever the hell. But, uh, and then, of course, it all just went kaput because, well... <laughs> The movie went kaput. So here is uh, the article right here. How Dwayne Johnson kneecapped Black Adam and Shazam 2 while trying to take over DC. And of course, when I see who wrote this article, it's a double it's a double whammy of douchery that uh, wrote this article. But, uh, you know, the way I look at it is, yes, this is very much if you think about it. I mean, again, stop taking sides, people. Stop taking sides because you don't have to take the side of Dwayne Johnson because you hate Wonder Brothers Discovery, okay? Because I totally agree, and this is what I was talking about when it came to Twitter yesterday. I'm like, yeah, we don't have to take a side because I 100% believe this is Wonder Brothers Discovery saving face. Saving face, so they fed something to these guys right here to put out, to put and to put this article out and for to make it circulate to try to help soften the blow of Shazam's poor box office performance. 100% believe that. But at the same time, I also 100% believe that Dwayne Johnson, his ego ran rampant. 
In The Rock's attempt to position himself in the center of the universe, he vetoed a post credit scene featuring Zachary Levi's character, Insider says. The underwhelming 65 million worldwide debut of Shazam! Fury of the Gods is another black mark for the DC Universe, the second string superhero stable. But uh, there's another villain, Insiders told the rap, <laughs> Insiders, uh, people from Warner Brothers Discovery, I'm, I'm assuming, uh, saying that uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who's behind the scenes uh, maneuvering to boost another DC property, Black Adam, in which he starred, may well end up tanking both franchises, they said. To be clear, DC has a host of problems that aren't Johnson's fault. At least they said that. Because, yes, there is a shit ton of problems that are still being ironed out. Which is why Warner Brothers Discovery is attempting to reboot under James Gunn and Peter Saffron. But in trying to shape Black Adam as the new center of the DC Universe, a strategy that failed to bolster Black Adam and undercut the once-promising Shazam franchise, Johnson may have kneecapped both painting a portrait of, uh, of a celebrity who put his own brand before the work. Yeah, 100%. That's what I heard last year when I was talking about some of this stuff. I was, you know, talking about that. What's funny about it, too, is like, it's like, do we, as much as I like Dwayne Johnson, and as much as like we love these, these actors and people and these artists and everything like that, you have to realize that there's egos. There's egos all over the place. Everybody has an ego in Hollywood, okay? If you don't think Dwayne Johnson doesn't have an ego, I don't know what, what to freaking tell you. If you don't think James Gunn doesn't have an ego, I don't know what to tell you either. They all have egos, okay? They all have egos. Everybody has an ego, okay? Everybody does when it comes to all this. It's crazy. Uh, of course, I'm not going to subscribe to the Rap Pro. Not going to do that. Nope. Sorry. Definitely not going to do that. Um, but uh, and then, of course, we had Zachary Levi because Zachary Levi just couldn't help himself. And he just drops this right here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ah. Uh. So he put this in his Instagram stories, talking about this article. The Rock didn't allow Zachary Levi to cameo in the post-credit for uh, Black Adam. The truth shall set you free. Oh, and then it was like, oh, man. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Because I'm sitting there going like, I kind of, I kind of like it. I kind of like that he did this. But then I'm kind of like, Dude, you're just, what are you doing, man? I mean, it's kind of, it, it is getting harder to defend Zachary Levi when it comes to all this. I know there's already people that have cast him out, cast him out with uh, Gina Carano and, and uh, others like that. You know, he's, they, they've already done that, which is, I don't know, I think that's ridiculous. Uh, just because they, you know, think, have different opinions about certain things, especially politically. It's like, oh, well, they're obviously Nazis, so let's cast him out. Um but yeah, I was just kind of like, man, he is just stirring up the pot. I mean, just stirring. And then just pointing the finger. I mean, but it's the, the, the sad fact of the matter is I don't even think a Shazam connection. I mean, they could have maybe worked together. I mean, I had this idea when it came to the fact that I said this last year and some, you know, a lot of people agreed that I thought, okay, man. Why didn't Warner Brothers, why didn't the team at Warner Brothers, and then, of course, everybody involved with these movies, when it came to Black Adam, when it came to Shazam, and when it came to Elvis, Elvis, the movie Elvis, there should have been some intertwining marketing that happened between these three films. Why Elvis? Did you watch Elvis? Who was his favorite superhero? Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Shazam. So I thought, man, if they would have just, if they would have planned it just perfectly, they could have just had everything set right. Black Adam coming out in October, but of course there should have been some kind of thing where they intertwined Shazam. I mean, for fuck's sake, you had Comic-Con and no kind of anything, and they could have had a wrestling-style panel, like, that, that had Zachary Levi and Dwayne Johnson in their costumes kind of doing a thing. Why not? It's 
fucking Comic-Con. They could have had something right there. Why didn't they? Who knows? They could have had something. Could have had something where they had a performance where they were like staring each other down, something like that. Could have been cool. Could have been cool, but no. No. So when it comes to Elvis, that coming out in November or something, if they had that coming out in November, obviously for like award season, they could have just like did some marketing that had to do with that. Oh yeah, Elvis's favorite superhero growing up was Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Shazam. Intertwine that with the marketing. And then of course Shazam comes out. They could have done something like that. But it just seems like they were just like, who the fuck cares? Who cares? Who cares? And then remember this, guys. I mean, this was kind of funny because this was being uh, circulated around right here. Remember when we saw this video of we actually saw the two of them talking to each other at Comic-Con? That's right. Dwayne Johnson. But then it's like, look at the body language. Okay. Look at the body language of Levi. Shifting back and forth, arms crossed, just kind of like, I don't know. I just kind of went like, look at that body language. What's going on with the body language of, of, of uh, I almost called him Shazam. What's going on with the body language of uh, Zachary Levi right here, you know? Just shifty, arms crossed, kind of just like, this, mo- this guy didn't want me in his movie. Didn't want to be a part of this. He's ruining it all. It was all about him. Not about anybody else. Either that or he just really had a pee. Maybe he had a pee. I don't know. Again, we could speculate. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to full-on speculate. I just thought it was kind of interesting, the body language, when it came to this video right here, you know? That's all. It's just kind of, uh, you know, he just, it's just the, the body language was interesting. But very well, he, he might have to pee really, really bad. He had 12 Dr. Peppas or whatever the hell the, the line is when it comes to Forrest Gump. So he really had to pee. I don't know. But I just thought, I just was kind of funny that this video was, uh, was going around, uh, circulating around on Twitter. And people were talking about it because, you know, it's just like, man, that body language is very interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. So... But it all doesn't matter, guys. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. It's all... It's done. There's not going to be any more Black Adam from Dwayne Johnson. There's not going to be any more Zachary Levi, Shazam. Well, maybe. I don't know. When it comes to him, it's a little bit of a question mark still because he might be able to fit somewhere still, but I doubt it. David F. Sandberg's gone. He's done. Good for him. Looking forward to seeing what he does next because I really like that guy. Zachary Levi, I mean, I don't know what he was. I mean, he's just going balls to the wall when it comes to this. And, and like I said, it, it, it was like, oh, man, what are you doing, buddy? Oh, I defend. I do. I do defend the guy. Uh, you know, I don't agree with everything he has to say, but I think he's likable. Um, but I think, you know, and I know he's uh, gone through some depression and whatnot. Uh, obviously, he wrote that book during the pandemic. I mean, that's something that we don't all take in is the fact that we just automatically just, oh, you said that? Well, you're a piece of shit and evil and all this stuff. And then you don't really listen to what these people have to say sometimes. And then same thing with uh, Dwayne Johnson. It's like he's trying to keep up his brand as much as possible. But, I mean, what was always interesting about Dwayne Johnson was like, you know, he built, he did build a brand. Obviously, he's done the hard work and, you know, I can't believe, like, when I see, because I, I follow him on Instagram, when he's, like, showing, like, he's working out at 4 o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, how the fuck is this guy doing this? It's like, he puts everybody to shame when it comes to uh, certain methods and everything like that. But at the same time, it's like, you know, still was, he still has a big ego because he's he was larger than life. And then, of course, it's like you try to hold on to that. And, and if you think about it, when it comes to movies, I mean, he his first outing was already an established franchise. And then he went to the fast and furious franchise already established franchise. And then of course now trying to do the DC stuff, not exactly like, you know, black Adam was always like his passion project, but it just didn't feel like it actually was anybody else feel that like when he talked about the passion project of black Adam, did it really feel like when you saw it? I mean, did it feel like that was a, it just didn't feel like it to me. You know, it felt like fluff. It felt like fluff. 
And, uh, you know, when it came to the whole DC Studios thing and bringing Henry back, I mean, yeah, it was a power move. It was a power move to try to grab some power when it came to getting Hiram Garcia or whatever. And then, of course, sending it off to the Rockverse. Now, and that's what I kind of ask, like, when it comes to people, of course, you know, specifically Snyder fans um, who are not liking the fact that who don't like James Gunn. I mean, there are Snyder fans that like James Gunn. There's Snyder fans that load the guy wholeheartedly, just like how people load Zack Snyder back, you know, and still do. Anyways, um, I kind of wonder, I'm like, would, he, would you have been happy for, okay, like, I would have been happy for Henry Cavill to come back and see what the next Superman would have been. But at the same time, I was also worried because the John Williams score was still hinted in the Black Adam post credit scene. You could barely hear it, thankfully. And I was always like an advocate of like, just put the fucking Hans Zimmer st- score behind him please okay that's his score don't use the john williams score the hans zimmer score is cavils but they weren't doing that so it kind of makes me wonder like would would the people that are like hating where where everything's going right now would they have loved where it would have headed if black adam was a success if black adam was a success and we got more cavil superman it wouldn't have been the same Cavill Superman that we got previously. It would have been much brighter. It would have been different. And there's a possibility they'd have been using the freaking John Williams score and whatever the hell. That's what I just kind of wonder. Like, would that have been the better? Like, would you enjoy that? I don't know. It's all just kind of weird. <clears throat> Restore the rock first. Yeah. Restore the rock first. Ego movie. Yeah. I mean, it just felt like that. Someone did, uh, yeah. Would have said no. Yeah, it would have been a bad Superman movie. See, that's what I wonder. I mean, I I love seeing Cavill as Superman, but I'm just kind of wondering, like, it would it 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 wouldn't it would not have been. I know people were pushing like Zack Snyder should direct Man of Steel two. That was not going to fucking happen. It was going to go a different direction. It was not going to be what we saw previously with Zack Snyder. That's the thing. So, and I saw so many of like these, you know, certain Snyder fans that were just shitting on the whole cameo thing anyways. So it's just like, again, the fanboyism emotions that come about. It's like, pick, if you're going to pick, what, which, where would you want it to go? Where would you want it to go? Apparently they wanted to go to Netflix now. I don't know. Who knows? Anyways. All right, let's move on to the next topic. I understand them rebooting, but uh, would have been more fun. Yeah, <clears throat> Cavill's future was uh, dependent on uh, Black Adam. Yeah, as Gunn's future. Yeah, and the Suicide Squad losing. Yeah, it's all kinds of things. Anyways, all right. Next topic: Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. Full circle. Teasing that Jim Lee art, which I love my Jim Lee, uh, you know, Batman right here. But yeah, he teased, uh, he teased that right now. Obviously, we're all anxiously awaiting more details when it comes to Zack Snyder and Full Circle. Maybe we'll get them soon, possibly soon. I don't know. We shall see. But uh, he teased um, this right here when it comes to the Jim Lee art. It's being sketched out. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. That's right. He posted this on Twitter. In progress, Jim Lee is a genius exclusive for Full Circle weekend screenings to benefit mental health awareness and suicide prevention. I keep on stressing this. It's not about hashtags. It's not about campaigns. It's not about how you feel about cape shit. It's about suicide prevention and health awareness and celebrating. Okay? God, that looks cool. Looks like we got dark side. Is that dark side's like, you know, face is going to be like right here or something like I don't know. Looking pretty sweet. We got Aquaman, we got Cyborg right here. But that's not it. Because when he, you know, he posted on Vero. He posted on Vero and somebody actually made a, they combined. They combined because he posted another portion of the sketch on Vero. So somebody made this right here. Oh, 
Yeah, look at that. So we got Batman, and of course we see more of Cyborg right there. But yeah, I like the yeah, like the face. I spy a face. It's looking pretty sweet. Can't wait to see the thing. Oh man, poster, shirt. It's gonna be epic, crazy. So look at that thing, right? It's hot. It's absolutely hot. Sexy. And then a lot, and then there were some people too that were on uh, Twitter that were kind of like, you know, when it came to uh, the shirt that had like, you know, the graphics that were showing like uh, basically like uh, the graphic that shows like the different where it was going to lead and everything like that. I think that's what they're kind of going for here because, you know, Batman was at the bottom, Superman was at the top, that kind of thing. So some people were even like showing like, hey, guess what? Could possibly be, like, the drawings for that, so. But just, man, cannot wait. Definitely be getting that poster, whatever, get it signed. It's going to be amazing. Jim Lee, just to get Jim Lee. And, again, that's what I love about this. And, again, you know, for the people out there that don't think that DC or Warner Brothers is fully okay and giving the blessing to Zach to do this event, they are, okay? Just because you hate the studio so much doesn't mean that that they're not I mean obviously they're giving the full you know hey go go for it Zach do this whatever you know we'll see if Gunn actually I, I'm wondering though if he's gonna he's gonna put something out there when it comes to that I don't know we'll see but more to come maybe uh you know maybe we'll get some more I mean Zach's been teasing this all week you know with the the, the different black and white images of uh, Cavill Superman, Batfleck, and, of course, uh, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. We'll see if we get more of that. We have more of that. Tickets go on sale Friday. Friday. That's right. Friday. Friday. Friday should be a good day. But also tomorrow will be a good day because John Wick Chapter 4. We got box office projections. And apparently this one's going to be the big one of the bunch when it comes to the franchise, according to Deadline. Yes, that's right. So I'm going to see it tomorrow. already got my tickets. And yes, the theater was the middle section of my theater because I bought them today because I forgot and I was waiting for my brother and hopefully that he was going to be wanting to go see it. So uh, got the response. I'm like, all right, bought the tickets. And yes, the whole middle section of this big theater that I'm going to sold out. So here we go. John Wick, Chapter 4, targeting franchise record, $115 million global opening. That is right. No, there won't be any finger pointing at the box office this weekend. <laughs> Look at that. Zing! Deadline with the zinger right there. Throwing a little shade at Shazam. That's because Lionsgate, Thunder Road Films, 8711's John Wick, Chapter 4, looks to not only reinvigorate a tentpole heavy spring but also debut to a franchise record of a hundred and fifteen million dollars world freaking wild uh wide broken out that's 65 to 70 in u.s and canada so domestic and another 45 abroad so it looks like this one's going to do well it's currently still at a 93 percent certified fresh on the devil fruit site and i can't wait i can't wait it's gonna be great it's just something about it Something about John Wick, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's gotten ridiculous. I think it was Steven that pointed out, I don't know if he pointed it out on Twitter or something like that, but I know he pointed out that, you know, when you watch the first John Wick and then, you, you know, and then you get further along, it does get more ridiculous, similar into the vein of Fast and Furious. Maybe, you know, if he's on the vodka stream this Friday, let him explain that. I want him to explain that because he had that theory. And I'm like, yeah, but there's just something I, I, I just can't me. I'm just I'm checked out when it comes to Fast and Furious. I'm still going to watch Fast X, but I'm just I'm going to watch it just like probably rolling my eyes most of the time, mainly because Paul Walker's not there. But yeah, when it comes to John Wick, it gets a little bit more, you know, it just gets crazier and crazier and crazier and crazier. But I think we all just kind of accepted that from the beginning. Even if you watch that first one, hard to watch the first, what, 20 minutes of the first chap uh, uh, John Wick chapter one. Um, it's very hard to watch that because of the dog. It's an adorable dog and it dies. That's it's, it's, it's kind of difficult. If you like dogs, really hard to do, right? But you know, it's just, they created something and now it's just, 
There's going to be more. There's going to be spinoffs and everything. But uh, anyways, I'm rambling because I'm so excited. But yeah, so John Wick Chapter 4, franchise record that's going to be coming about. So looking forward to it. Look forward to my uh, first reaction review tomorrow. Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 4. This might be my favorite episode. Might be. Think it is. Just saying. Um, last week's episode kind of took like a, a cool little approach because it, it had like a, a little side story, kind of had remnants of Andor, you know, and I thought that was cool because I like it when shows do that. But this one was all about the Mandalorian showing training. You didn't see this really before showing training and shit that's happening where they're at right now. Obviously they're not in the same spot as they were, you know, um, and then Grogu was actually kind of getting, you know, he's trying to become a Mandalore. I mean, like a Mandalorian. He's trying to become a Mandalorian. So we have Grogu trying to do that. We get a little flashback in this episode. Poor little Grogu. When he sees, like, a certain thing, he just kind of has a little flashback of trying to get out and Jedi saving him, you know. No no real spoilers. Pretty cool scene. A lot of action in this scene, uh, in this uh, episode. And then there's, like, big dragon bird thing that they have to take on. It gets intense. I really enjoyed this episode. It is an exciting episode. Like I said, it might be my my favorite episode of the uh, of the whole season right now. I just like thought it was all right. You're showing me just a bunch of crazy stuff. You got big dragon bird thingies that you have to chase after because you know one of the kid. Oh man, it's just it, it gets intense. It definitely gets intense. But Bo-Katan, she has she is like there's something else that's going on with her too because she saw something in the uh in the waters at the mandalore mines that happened uh, a couple episodes back when when uh when when mando had to like go into the waters and then he had you know she had to pull him out of that so something's going on there where she's like wait there's some kind of something here what's going on so she's just she's got her own little thing that's happening as well as when, when the story is like all happening is that who that was yes that's right, I did hear about that. Thank you, Patrick. That was the actor, so that's cool. Okay, I remember reading something about it, but I didn't look it up, but thank you, Patrick. Yes, the actor who played Jar Jar Binks is in this episode. I, I thought, I was like, why, that guy, why should I think that this guy is important? There it is. That's pretty cool. I'm glad for that, because let's face it, we don't like that character, and he got a lot of shit for it. Pre-internet. Imagine if it was during the internet, or during social media. There was internet, but no social media. Imagine that. That's right. I totally forgot about that. That's pretty sweet. I like it. Sweet. So, good for him. But, yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. Really did. And he was a little, he was badass, because he was a Jedi, and he was rocking two lightsabers in this. So, like I said, a lot of action in this one. Enjoyed it. That's it. Travis, you love Jar Jar? <laughs> that's, that's a hard one right there. He's going to cross over with Pauly Shore's Pinocchio. Oh, let's not bring that back up again. That's right, guys. If you watch the Vodka stream, you know what we're talking about. Whew, yeah. Hey, Steven came in and said, hey, there is a Paul, there's, Pauly Shore was in a Pinocchio film. Pinocchio animated movie. And, uh, yeah, we watched the trailer, and it was magnificent. Josh Heater, Josh Hader, whatever the hell his name is, Napoleon Dynamite. What the hell? Why is this not working? Um, he, uh, he voices, voices his, um, he voices, <laughs> he voices the, the, the horse that looks like the horse from Tangled, by the way. It's like, come on, really? All right. Come on. Where is this? Okay. We good? All right. We're good. All right. Let's see. Uh, we got questions right here. YouTube. I'm going to go to that first. Got a couple of responses right here. Uh, Splint said, hating is never a good luck. Uh, Kadoroy Doja said, number one, did Walter Hamada and Jeff Johns play a major role in the production of Shazam? I think, yeah, the first one, and probably this one, too. Number two, did Walter Hamada and Jeff Johns play a major role in the production of Black Adam? Yes, it was—they were very much in these productions. 
Number three, are they the reason, the downfall of both? And they're part of the reason for sure. So, And then, of course, uh, Fabian Diaz-Gortez says, hashtag restore the Snyderverse. All right. Hashtag fire James Gunn. Good luck with that. And then hashtag only restore. He put two O's. I think he meant only restore. Is that a new hashtag? We have a new hashtag called only restore or only restore. I don't know. Can't keep up with your guys' hashtags. Too many freaking hashtags out there. My God. All right, now let's go to Twitter, see what you guys are talking about right here. Not too many. Cooper Knox, for the love of Stan Lee, can we just go one month without DC drama? I'm getting sick and tired of it. You know, I get that message like every week, and I secretly think that nobody's getting sick and tired of it. (laughs) Hey, you know, it it does get frustrating. It can get exhausting, and, and I'll get exhausted about it too. But at the same time, I do like discussing it with you guys, and I like discussing it with my friends on the vodka stream. So it is kind of interesting. It is a discussion thing. It's part of the gig. It's part of the gig. But, yeah, it can get exhausting when it comes to it. And sometimes you just go, ah, you just give that big sigh, like, what are you doing? Devon Wooter, Dave, have you watched the new John Wick movies to prepare yourself have you watched the John Wick movies to prepare yourself? I have not, sadly. I just haven't had time uh, to watch John Wick 4. And do you think The Rock uh, would respond to Zachary Levi on Twitter and Blue Beetle trailer is coming out in April? Do you think it's going to be attached to the Mara movie? Is it, you know, hopefully it comes out soon. Curious to see what that's going to look like. It's going to be interesting. Marcella, oi, Dave, about Shazam failure. Zachary Levi already appeared and talked about it. And David Sandberg, too. And meanwhile, the DC CEOs, one who produced the film and the other who gave notes, remain silent. Do you think they are having a crisis management meeting or just waiting? Um, I think they probably, from what I gathered, they are already banking on every one of these DC movies to fail. This year, now I don't think The Flash is going to fail. It seems like the hype is big time up for that. Uh, Blue Beetle is a question mark. Aquaman is sounding like it's going to fail too. Um, So I don't think that, I don't know if there's going to be a crisis thing. And yes, Saffron did produce it, but is Saffron, is he online as much as James Gunn? I don't think so. So I don't expect that. I know, I always love it. Like, James Gunn should shut up. He should stay off social media. And then all of a sudden this happens. Where's James Gunn? Huh? Where's he at? Huh? Where do I mean, come on. It's like, oh, what? Now you want him to talk? Oi. Fanboyisms. Fanboyisms. It's like, Jesus Christ. I just want, yeah. And you know they know all this stuff, too. Uh, Mr. Nobody. Hey, Dave, a little off topic, but have you heard any news about Henry Cavill and Warhammer? No, I haven't really heard about it. Like I said, I don't even know really about, you know, the game that it's based off of. Um, I know right now he's currently shooting with Guy Ritchie, Guy Ritchie's new movie, which I'm sure would be a gem. Um, So that's all. I don't don't know anything else when it comes to, uh, at least when it comes to Warhammer. Hashtag over uh, hashtags, right? Get rid of the hashtags. Yeah, we should, we should, we should. Um, now, I mean, hashtags can be good. I mean, obviously, we got a new one with the full circle one. Um, that's a new one. Um, but, you know, again, I, and I can't stress it enough. I mean, this event is about a celebration. A celebration, the full circle celebration of the fact that when we did, when we were, when we attended the first Snyder Con back in 2019, which was pretty much uh, a year ago or three years ago, Four years ago? Yeah, four years ago today. Was it four years ago? 2019, right? God, I'm just like, what year is it right now? But uh, I can't believe it's like crazy. I only went one night. I didn't go all three nights. When it comes to this one, I plan on going all three nights. But uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like, obviously, a talking point was the releasing of the Snyder Cut, but we had no idea. But Zach was still trying to do what he does. 
And, uh, you know, he snuck uh, some things in there and then talked about certain things, which was great. And I'm sure he'll, like, uh, talk about what was a possibility when it came to the sequels of Justice League. Um, but, again, it's a celebration. It's AFSP. They're going to be hitting that hard. They really want the donations. Like I said, if you can donate, donate. It's almost at a million dollars. We're almost at a million dollars of this entire campaign, which is great. And I think uh, after this event, it'll definitely be past that. And there'll be things like leading up to it. You know, like I said, we, you know, might do some kind of charity vodka stream soon. Maybe in two days. Who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, we'll see what happens. But it's all about that. Let's not lose focus on that, okay? Not about hashtags. Not about campaigns. Not about what you want. Not about that. It's just about celebrating the full circle, the hero's journey of this craziness that's happened. And Zach wanted to give that to his fans. He wanted to give that to his fans. And I'm sure there'll be some surprises, but again, don't believe these scoopsies out there that are trying to scoop events. I mean, it's going to look really funny when the things that they're trying to scoop not end up happening. But then again, people just go, huh, and they even do the same thing. All right, moving on. You know, that's all. That's what happens. It's like, wait a minute, but you said, oh, no, 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 no. I said that I heard, and when, you know, you do that whole thing. It's like, eh, whatever. But it should be a good time. It's going to be Rebel Moon talk. Going to be all that. And uh, again, Draga, if Netflix would have me, I would gladly be sold to them. But I don't think they want, you know, a guy who does, you know, live streams like this and, you know, basically just jumps around like a, like a dancing monkey for about an hour and 15 minutes. All right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you guys for spending some time with me. It's always good. Like I said, uh, members only stream after this. So if you want to be a part of it, become a member and you can pick my brain a little bit more. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, Hit that like, thumbs up. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Uh, No show tomorrow as per usual. Uh, Look forward to my John Wick 4 first reaction review. I'll be posting that tomorrow night. And then of course we got the vodka stream. And uh, you know, should be another great vodka stream as they are. Do I have a guest? Maybe. So we got that. But yeah, hit that like, thumbs up, share, share the, uh, share the stream, do all that, and uh, love you guys. And uh, just, just be positive. It's all crazy, but hey, we can have fun discussing this bullshit, right? We can have fun. We just have fun. That's all you gotta do is just have fun with it. All right, guys. Love you. See you guys Friday. Talk to you later.